Welcome back, everybody. I am Cyborg and joined, as always, by Temp and Razor. How are you guys doing? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. Cool. So, this is episode 89 of the Nethercast, and I think this is probably a good idea to just introduce, kind of reintroduce ourselves and explain what we're all about and what this show is all about, because I feel like we're going to have some new listeners to this. We've gained some subscribers over the last couple of weeks, so I just want to explain to anybody that's giving this a shot. This is essentially a long-form discussion, a podcast, if you're not familiar with what podcasts are. It's more of just like we're all hanging out talking about a subject, usually Mortal Kombat related, of course, and... You're just kind of listening in. We record these live on our Discord, usually every two weeks. Once the game is announced, maybe it'll be weekly. We don't know. We just kind of roll with it. Schedules change sometimes, but generally, you can count count on us to record on Thursday nights, usually around uh, 9 p.m. Central Standard Time. So if you want to join us live, you can come listen, and we also answer some questions every once in a while, as well as bring people on the show every once in a while, so you can certainly join us. But this is... uh, Myself and the rest of the Nethercast. Um, I am Cyborg. I'm the one that does the video stuff. And then you have Django and Temp, who are on the Warrior Shrine podcast. So you'll see those videos go up as well. Those are more gameplay and competitive centric. So they focus more on the inner workings of the mechanics of the game. And then you have the Lost podcast, which is hosted by Razor and Shadowloo. And they are all about lore, kind of diving deep into all the story aspects of the franchise and they might have a topic like the last one that just went up was about a Liu Kang retrospective so they talk in depth about Liu Kang's history in the franchise so there's a little bit for everybody whether you're interested in the lore or you're interested in the gameplay or what this podcast is about is a mix of both really and we talk about all the news and expectations and hype and basically just a little bit of everything so Definitely keep tuning in. Give us a try. If you are not into the hour-long format, hey, we have shorter videos, but I I would hope everyone at least gives this a shot, and hopefully uh, you dig it. Once again, I will mention the Discord. It is completely free. If you're not familiar with Discord, it's like Skype, so you can download Discord, or you can even use it in the internet browser itself. You don't have to download it if you don't want. Completely free. It's its own little community. We got Uh, A little over 90 members now, and we all just kind of chit-chat every day and talk about whatever the hell we want. And if you are into, um, like, the forum boards and getting some kind of in-depth gameplay tutorials and that kind of knowledge, check out testyourmite.com. And, uh, yeah. On that note, let's go ahead and get into the subject of today. And we are going to go over our personal list of... Let me throw on... Uh, setting here so you don't keep hearing dings from that all right we're good and um if you are we're gonna basically share each of us so myself temp and razor are each gonna give our 30 character rosters as well as 10 dlc on top of that of what we think would make the best roster not necessarily the roster that we all want or the ones that we think would personally make ourselves happy we're going to share the roster of what we think would make the majority of fans happy. So, without further ado, I suppose I can start us off. And we'll make this kind of quick, and then after we each give our list, we'll kind of discuss them maybe a little bit further. Um, 
but we'll uh, go ahead and start this off. Number one, I'll get the obvious ones out of the way, the ones you got to have in there. I have Sub-Zero. Scorpion is number two. Number three is Raiden. Number four is Liu Kang. Number five is Katana. So those are pretty much the top five right there are, or I should say the first five are the ones that you got to get in there. So no surprises there. Don't really have to justify those. Um, number six is Cassie Cage. And I'll get in more into why I included her later. Um, but I think if we're going to carry on the Cage legacy, out of all of the new characters that were introduced, especially more micro-focused on the 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 next generation of heroes, so to speak, I think Cassie is the one that I would like to see most. So I put Cassie there. Number seven is Cyrax. I feel like you got to have a cyborg in there. Um, and he's just kind of MIA right now, so I'd like to see him return. Number eight is Noob Cybot. I think we're all rooting for him, and obviously he has the fan vote, so you got to include him. Number nine is Serena, uh, just because always the bridesmaid, never the bride, so I'd like to see her included, um, get some more action on her and actually put her in an actual one of the main games. Uh, number 10 is Frost. Number 11 is Kenshi. Number 12 is Takeda, so including that other family legacy. I feel like Takeda was... One of the more popular ones introduced as well, and I think he makes a natural inclusion to continue his story. Number 13 is Fujin, quite obviously for the fans, and to take up Raiden's spot. Number 14 is Rain, because hey, he has yet to really get that main roster spot, and I don't think he would be DLC again, as they've said in the past, so definitely gotta have Rain on the main roster. Number 15 is Devora. Once again, I want to see the continuation of her story, and I just thought she was one of the better, more interesting new characters they introduced in MKX. I don't want to see them abandon all of their new characters that they introduced. I think that's a very bad strategy, and it feels like it's far too easy for them to do that each game. So I want them to, at least when they introduce new characters, at least stick to about half of them at the very least. So Devorah makes that list. Number 16 is Kotal Khan. Number 17 is Aaron Black. All for the reasons I just mentioned. Um, 18 is Reptile. I think he's pretty popular, so I'd still like to see him there. 19 is Jade. Once again, she's quite popular. She makes most of the most requested lists, and I want to see the continuation of her story. Number 20 is Lee May. Once again, I want to see her brought back. I think she is one of the... Uh, brighter gems of the 3d era that i do do not want to see left behind and then 21 through 24 so that's four spots i'm giving to new characters i think uh four new characters is pretty much where i top out i think three to four would be fine i think four gives you a good bit of variety to play around with on character types that you want to go with and introduce some new fresh blood to the series so four new characters number 25 is sector mainly because i want to see the lin Kuei played up a lot more i know he was killed in the comics and in mkx clearly he was already defeated um but i still would like to see I want to see more, even if it's just a flashback, I want to see more emphasis put on the Lin Kuei in this game, hence why Cyrax and Sector in here. Number 26 is Raiko, or Raiko, Raiko. and number 27 is Dagon to play up the Red Dragon. Number 28 is Havoc. Number 29 is Hotaru. Hotaru, I could kind of hit or miss, I don't know. He's kind of on the fence for me. And number 30 is Night Wolf. Night Wolf. Uh, and then my DLC is, I tried to make, and here's my logic on DLC. I tried to make each of these DLC picks save for the guest characters 
because those are pretty much what they are. Uh, I tried to make all the DLC picks specifically characters that I think either A, would sell well. I mean, most of them would sell well. There's only one that I, or two that I would be a little worried about. So without further ado, uh, further ado number one is Johnny Cage. Once again, you got to have him in the game. And yes, I would like him on the main roster. But at the same time, I feel like if he was saved for DLC, I think he would sell like hotcakes. Number two is Ermac. Same reasoning, sell like hotcakes. Number three, Shang Tsung, sell like hotcakes. Number four, Smoke, sell like hotcakes. Five and six, I have Natara and Ashra. Those are the ones that I don't know would necessarily sell very well. But they're characters that I think are cool, and I know there is a fan base for them. They're not the most popular, but I definitely would still like to see them. And then my four guest characters are Pennywise, of course. I've mentioned Pennywise and my desire to see him in the game. At least if we have to have a guest character, I wouldn't want him to necessarily take up an MK spot if I had a choice. But if we're getting a guest character, Pennywise makes a lot of sense to me, and I think there's some cool potential with him. Number eight is Michael Myers. I like Michael Myers. Number nine is Ash. Number 10 is Terminator because why Terminator? I really don't have a good reason. <laughs> He's the only one I could think of. <laughs> Pennywise, Michael Myers, and Ash were the uh, three that I would like actually enjoy being in the game if I was forced to have guest characters. I'm a big horror movie guy, so no surprise there. To clarify, are you talking about Robert Patrick or Arnold Schwarzenegger? uh arnold like terminator t1000 yeah we will say the terminator arnold, it's arnold every single time but i just yeah i mean i wouldn't sure be a, no debate I wouldn't, about that later yeah i wouldn't be opposed to robert patrick terminator uh but i doubt they would put him over arnold but anyways um yeah and even terminator it's like you could swap that out with spawn or chrome i don't really care like i said that was pretty much a throwaway at that point i ran out of ideas or spots that i cared about so that's my top 30 uh, and my DLC choices. Like I said, I tried to pack DLC with characters that I thought people would be happy with. And if they didn't make the main roster, say they needed to sit out in favor of like a Rain making it this time around or a Fujin, then I'd rather those characters that people would really, really miss make it as DLC and not just random Joe Schmo. Now you picked a lot of my favorites. Most of my guys made it in on your list, so that makes me happy. Um, the guests, I, we had very different standards for picking guests. My guests are going to be a little weird, but, um, well, go for it, sir. Okay. Um, I'm not going to give too, too much. Some characters will get no explanation. Um, but I'm gonna, I do want to quickly go over my guidelines. Uh, when I put together this list, I put together four rules first. Uh, one was gameplay representation. We gotta make sure we get all the really iconic styles of gameplay in there. Sure. Which means including characters I often don't like, but whatever, um, this list isn't really for me. Uh, it's for everybody. Right. Uh, rule number two was bus missers. If you should have been in the glass game and you got robbed, you're in this list. Uh, I think that's, that's justice to me. Right. Uh, number three, high female representation. Um, I feel like they haven't been very good at this uh, recently i i and i think a lot of that to do with the trying to pump up the mk2 roster but uh i'm not going to get my whole rant about why i don't like new characters um so but just i think female representation needs to get a little better and that was a big part of this list um and then finally i just want to represent every era as reasonable as possible um, yeah just a little spoiler alert there's no armageddon representation 
I feel like you're. What's up? Yeah. I was just gonna say, I feel like so far your rules pretty much were in line with mine. I didn't really state what mine were, but I tried to get as much representation there as well, especially 3D era because it's been neglected. And with this taking place in the quote unquote deadly alliance deception Armageddon somewhere in that era, I feel like this is kind of that last like. This is the last boat leaving the dock for those characters, I feel like. So whatever doesn't make it in this game, I feel like you're basically basically going to be waving goodbye for or goodbye to. So I'm kind of with you on that. I tried to go for MK1 through Armageddon. I tried to at least put a little bit of something in there. It made me a little sad. I couldn't put the Armageddon guys on there. But without, without knowing what the story is going to be, I, I just feel like the timing's not right. The timing will probably never be right at this point. But... Um, I love Taven, just to get that out there. Taven, I think, is a cool character. I feel like he gets a lot of unjust hate. And uh, you put, you know, Dagon on your list, and I feel like that's an easy character to make awesome. So it's lamentable, but that was just the rule. So without further ado, um, I will not give explanation unless it's needed. My first four characters are Sub-Zero, Scorpion, Raiden, Johnny Cage. By the way, these are in order of the MK1 through Armageddon. Sure. So... Those are my uh, MK1 characters. Plus Reptile, like really one reason why I like Reptile is because A, you never fucking know what he's going to look like. He's very much like Smoke in that regard. It's always like a, a fortune cookie whenever Reptile shows up in the game. <laughs> it's like, what is he going to look like, right? Yeah, that's fair. So, um, and he, he saved MKX for me. He's one of the best MKX characters, one of the most interesting. You you can't get rid of that style. It's too important. Um. Next four are Katana, Jade, Noob, Smoke. Noob is popular. Uh, Jade is a woman. Uh, Smoke, kind of like Reptile. It's, it's like a fortune cookie. What's it going to look like this time? Is it going to be fun? And you have to have that gameplay style. It was really messy from MKX. Katana is just awesome, definitive, great MK2 representative. Uh, number 10, Kung Lao. Rain, Cyrax, Cabal, Sindel, Nightwolf. Uh, Rain got robbed. He's not my favorite character, but it would be interesting to see him. I thought he was well-designed in KX, and there's really, really no excuse for him not to be in that game. Right. Cyrax is just a great fundamentals character, and a, he is... you got to have robots, and he's the best robot. I mean, Smoke's debatable, but... Um, yeah, you got to have Cyrax in there. It's stupid, when you, it's stupid just to leave him out. Cabal is the MK3 character. He is, to, to me, the definitive MK3 character. And, again, irreplaceable, great legacy. No one does that Nomad shit. No one plays like that. You got Cabal. Uh, Sindel, I, I like Sindel. Nightwolf, I, I like Nightwolf. I mean, the shoulder charge is such a unique mechanic, and it's so interesting in the FTSE game. Um, Fujin and Serena need no explanation. There's nothing, you know, we have not said a thousand times. Uh, Kenshi... Frost, I mean, Frost was a bus mister. She should have been part of the, the, the one of the one of the children in MKX, uh, and she's a good representative of MK Deadly Alliance. I think she's a really good rep of that. Kenshi, I'm kind of bored with. I, I can honestly do without Kenshi. I would not have put him on this list if I was like picking the roster for myself. But he's a good representative um, for MK Deadly Alliance, and if Takeda's going to come back, we can't risk not having Kenshi. So just a spoiler alert, Takeda's not on my fucking list. Um, uh, next, we have Havoc, Shujinko, Ashra, the Deception representatives. Ashra, okay, Noob's have bots in the game. Everyone knows it, right? So if you're going to put Noob in the game, I feel like Ashra is a great opportunity. Right. I think I liked, even in Deception, they didn't really do anything with it. But Ashra has my favorite ending in Deception. Yeah, it was badass. I, I agree. 
I, I like I love that a little redemption that. moment where Smoke is in hell, but he starts malfunctioning because he's still good. He's still good. <laughs> oh, man, that's such a heartfelt moment for me. Um, finally, not final. Well, yeah, our final four. Kotal Khan, Aaron Black, just because MKX needs representation. I, I didn't want Kotal back. I don't like Kotal. I do like Aaron Black, though. Um, and to me, these guys are still new characters. They're not new as in they're, they're debuting in this game, but they're very much new characters to me still. So I feel like they represent the new character slot still. Uh, finally, there's Onaga Kentaro. Onaga, because I feel like story relevance is probably going to play a factor in him. And we need more bruisers. We need more large characters. I want to see gameplay diversity on that, on that, I guess, on that dimension of the... So um, Kentaro is just... Everyone loves Kataro. It's stupid that he's never been playable on, on a default roster. It's done that Goro was never playable on a default roster until uh, MKX, if you don't count Nintendo 64, PlayStation MK4. But that, that was garbage. Well, was and he was on. Here's like the GameCube version of oh, this. Oh, yeah. But that was like the dumbest story ever written in MK. Followed yeah, by no, Armageddon, it, but yeah, we, I don't really count it that. It would have been better if Goro hadn't yeah. been in that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was very much the Judas Iscariot of that game. Um, Man, so yeah, fuck that shit. Uh, yeah, Kintaro, I just feel like he's, he's not even underrated. Everyone knows he's good. He just never makes a game. Uh, and then finally, my last three slots are just new characters. They're just new characters just to make the people happy. I don't want them, but this list isn't just for me. So sure. here you go. Here's three new Devoras. Have fun. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> you don't have to sell just it like say. that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you, you're throwing dice. You don't. You I'll could gladly. get a black. You could get a Ferritor. You don't know what you're getting with these three. But if I you mean, want I agree. Dice, it's cool. But I mean, there's so many character concepts still sitting on the table. They just gotta. They just gotta make it happen. So I, I, I have faith. So I know dice. you weren't a big fan of the. MKX new characters, but I think they've won some people over, a good chunk of them. Well, I'm, I'm also a minority in this. Most people do want new characters because they want it to feel like a new game. They want, they they like to see the possibility come to life. Sure. I, I've done that. I, I, I've ridden that train many times, so I'm over Yeah, it, but... the franchise is over 25 years old now. <laughs> yeah, I found a happy place where I don't really dig that much. I used to like new characters. There was a time, but yeah. But that, that is my list. Those are my four guidelines. Oh, that's right. I got DLC, don't I? Yep. Um, yeah, the rules were a little bit different. Uh, rules were either they're lore irrelevant or their lore has expired. So number one is Shao Kahn. Um, I just think he'd be cool from a gameplay perspective. I like to see a balance. I like to see Shao Kahn be balanced with the way Darkseid was balanced with still all the really broke tools but still kind of normalized. I think that was tight. I think Shao Kahn is cool to play as. I think there's a demand for that. I sure. think people would buy Shao Kahn. I agree. Yeah. He's definitely the pre-order bonus. Yeah, think, there's there's yeah. a there's a hype building there for some reason. Like people assume <laughs> he's going to be. <laughs> and you be. know, that's another kind of rule. I, I think all these are going to sell if you make them cool, like look cool enough. They're all five of these. No, there's there's yeah, there's five non-guest uh, characters. All five of these non-guest characters could look really good. They all have the visual potential. Which brings us to number two, uh, Chameleon with a C. Um, I like his deception design. No, not his deception design, his Armageddon design. Um, I thought he was fun to play as, and I think this guy would really look cool in the next-gen console era. So um, I just think it's going to be a lot of fun. I like the color changes. I think it's tight. Um, you know, it's a shame. If, if he's DLC, like, he's not going to be taking anyone's spot. He, I mean, we kind of learned that DLC is its own category. If your character didn't make the roster, 
then the odds are the DLC slot's going to go to either a guest character or a promotional character. So I feel like, you know, Chameleon's harmless, and I like him, so that was my pick. I think he's going to look badass. He would sell well. Um, Natara was number three. I, I just, God, it's, I wish she was on my default roster, but I just don't feel like, you could make her lore work in a modern Mortal Kombat story, but I just feel like it's too much trouble. Like, you know, I, I think a little bit of explanation could have saved Ermac and MKX. And uh, I, I don't know if they're going to do her justice. So let's just make her a cool design with cool moves, cool gameplay, DLC. Uh, make her very attractive. EA that shit. We're good. Um, and uh, number four is Cyber Reptile. He's like Reptile, <laughs> but he's a cyborg. So um, give him acid moves, like give him like a like a lightsaber. I don't know, but he's he's green. I know that for sure. Are you uh, trolling with this? <laughs> no, I wish I was, but I'm not. I'm fairly confident Cyber Reptile would sell very well. He definitely sell well. I think yeah, he'd that sell make at it least as good as Chrome. And there's <laughs> precedent there because of the Combat Tower in Mortal Kombat That's Nine. Right. They had a cyborg reptile. <laughs> if if you read the little uh, text for that though, it's literally just reptile wearing a cyborg as a costume. <laughs> that could be the kid. Yeah, he, he getting triborg and want because he wanted to be a cyborg. That could. Be I mean, the... at this point, why not? I mean, we've had cyborg Sub Zero. We have all the other cyborgs. Let's let's at least hit each color once. You know, like fine, whatever. We don't need Scorpion because we've already had Yellow. But let's at least let's at least get all the rainbows. <laughs> all the rainbow I'm colors. Not, I'm not comfortable with this, but whatever. <laughs> I don't want to give a DLC slot to a character I actually like because I don't. I'm afraid we'll never see them again. I can't wait for uh, Cyber Rain and then just have Hydro crying in the corner because he couldn't even make it. <laughs> that was. <laughs> yeah, he's I like, was the water robot. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> okay, this last one. I mean, the cyber reptile is serious as death, but this one's also serious. Uh, Motaro. Uh, this is kind of like Onaga. Uh, I don't think there's really any room for him in the lore. I mean, you could write a cool story for him. I'm just... <laughs> You I think don't know what it. you're asking for. <laughs> I, I want four legs, okay? So oh, I think he'd be fun. I think he'd have cool chain combos. He would be like he would be like Gorak and Taro, but with crazy like range and pokes. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um I like Motaro. I've always liked if, Motaro. If if you want Motaro in a game, you're gonna have to drive to Chicago and beat Paulo with a whip. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally throw horseshoes at him. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Yeah, um, so those are my five non-guest characters. Uh, guest characters, Number I picked four. Number one is Doom Guy. Smokeman asked, did you pick Doom Guy? And I said, I can't tell you. Well, it's Doom Guy. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, Doom Guy was on my list. Uh, I, I God, what a better time to do Doom, Doom Guy. Um, Great game. I, that's still one of the best game I've played in years. It's probably going to be for a very long time. I really like Doom 2016. And um, I think everyone likes Doom Guy. And Doom 2016 kind of flushed out Doom Guy in a way no one expected. No one thought there was going to be lore in that game. At least not good lore. Um, so it, Doom it is weird. I think, <laughs> it's a shame he looks all haloed out, but... I can I I can let the, I I hope he has the arms exposed and the shotgun. He's still he's still very Doom guy, you know. Yeah. They didn't halo him out that much. I just think like now that I know who he is and what he's done and why he did it, I just think he's so much more interesting now. So that covers uh, my first guest character. My second guest character is Bloodborne. 
guy. <laughs> Bloodborne guy. <laughs> so yeah, he's from Bloodborne. Bloodborne's you know popular. your character is customizable in Bloodborne, right? <laughs> There's no one guy. Ted doesn't waste his time reason. with that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, up to the point. I I know what I want. And I he was learning it. the neutral game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is a great. I mean, technically, I don't think any guest philosophically is ever going to be truly a great fit for Mortal Kombat because it's meta. But um, if you like dark stuff and violence, yeah, put Bloodborne guy in there. He's great. Um, uh, the third one is my favorite of the list. Uh, this is a uh, McGrady from John Carpenter's The Thing. Uh, I think he would have the flamethrower. He would have the grenade. Um, yeah. You just punch shit. You throw scotch in your eyes. Uh, <laughs> so, You're kind of yeah. selling me on this one. I'm afraid you guys that. You can have the hat as an, like an alternate gear or costume, or just <laughs> yeah, you can have the Arby's hat. So I love John Carpenter's a thing. That's not a well kept secret. Um, I had trouble thinking of a fourth guest, so I really had to scrape the corners. Uh, my choice for a, a fourth guest is a real-life person. It's Mike Boone from the NetherRealm <laughs> Studios, uh, brother of Ed Boone. And he will so, also have a flamethrower. So <laughs> we're going the mocap direction with this yes. one. Yes. Yes. Mike Boone. <laughs> you expect Mike Boone to make people more happy than Pennywise. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> I had to pick a guest. I picked. I'm gonna need to see the the breakdown that led to this. (laughs) (laughs) I need to see the car fact. That is confidential material, sir. That is company property. That concludes my list. All right. Um, I I feel like at least at least a fourth of that was somewhat trolling. (laughs) Y'all talked at the same time, but I heard trolling. Go on. What's up? What? I was just saying at least a fourth of that felt trolly. And I know you weren't like intentionally trying to come up with weird shit, but at the same no, you know time. What? I'm I'm okay with the Mike Boone thing. He is the unsung hero of the Unreal Engine. Oh, also, I would play as Mike Boone. I no. mean granted it's not I wouldn't Look, This is bullshit. See, this is the this is fucking <laughs> hypocritical bullshit when you say you'll play as Mike Boone. <laughs> but Kratos and Freddy Krueger are a problem. Like, come on. But it's Mike, Mike Boone. Boone. No, stop with this Mike Boone. Combat. He is on topic. No. <laughs> Here's the thing, work. I actually do like Pennywise a lot. I actually like the last It movie. But I wouldn't play as Pennywise. I mean, I wouldn't I, play I, as I any like of these dudes either, I, I don't think. I can't no, imagine a scenario where Pennywise, Pennywise is throwing punches and kicks. That's just weird. Well, he can turn into shit. He can, his yeah. arm can turn into uh, like a Dude, the shark could, fingers. Yeah, he could turn into like the mummy. He could turn into Freddy. I mean, I don't know. You could do all sorts of weird crap with him. He doesn't have to be. Oh, I mean, do you remember that fighting game as a 3D fighter on like the N64? And one of the characters was a clown. Anybody remember that game? Um, it wasn't like dark and spooky. It's just one of the characters was a clown, and on the N sixty four, yeah, it was a three D. It was a three D sure fighting game about Clay Fighter. No, it's not. I know for a fact it's not Clay Fighter. Was it Dark Rift? Oh, man, it, it was like very. Uh, it was back when like the models were very you know blocky, and I just remember, I remember playing as this clown that you could like 
one of the combos was you like use your feet to spin the other character like a ball and stuff like a clown does i don't know dude it wasn't like i'll have to do my own research on my own time i don't want to sit here and drag this out but uh yeah anyways my point is pennywise can work he can morph and do all sorts of things he doesn't have to do like your typical karate or anything i mean oh yeah i think he's viable. you're allowed to pick pennywise you can do what you want with your list no i, I want him to do what i want with his list though. <laughs> get rid of my, my, track, my track record defends me i to be fair i did not play as freddy i did not play as alien i did not play as predator and i think all those characters are cool I didn't play I as any of them either. Go on that list. The only that? one I even tried was Jason, and that's because obviously he's a favorite of mine. But even then, I didn't end up playing. Really, it just depends. It's just I treat a guest character like any other character in the sense that if their play style isn't to my liking, then I don't. I'm not gonna play him. So that's why it's like I'm not gonna. I mean, you could put Pennywise in, and I'm not saying I'm gonna main him or anything. But if he was like. If his gameplay was super fun, I'd certainly try. The I mean, chat thinks Fighter's that the game Destiny. you're thinking of is Fighter's Destiny. Let me, yeah. let me look up a video. That sounds familiar. Let me look up a video without sound here. Let's see. Fighter's Destiny. <laughs> it sounds like the game title that I was thinking of, so let me just That sounds see. like a game that had a clown in it. Yeah, I'm thinking this is it just by the box art. The box art looks very familiar. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I think that's the one. Yep, let's go with that. All right, so proof that a clown can work. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I mean, there's also, I mean, there's a, who's the, who's a Sweet Tooth from a Twisted Metal 2. Like, everyone was asking for him back in MK9. Yeah, yeah, but, I mean... Yeah, that's my opinion. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I am not on the sweet tooth. Who cares what I think? <laughs> I think sweet tooth is creepy. I take Pennywise over. At least Pennywise is like a more, like, he's actually taking the role seriously as a clown. Sweet tooth isn't even trying, but. but yes. I don't know. I, I, I feel like Twisted Metal has more flavor in common with Mortal Kombat. Hey, I don't like shirtless dudes as it is, and you, if you put a shirtless dude in clown makeup, I, it doesn't work for me, dude. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm not in there. All right, Razor, what do you got for us? All right. So, first off, we're going to get the uh, the obvious out of the way. Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Raiden, Liu Kang, and Katana. Yep. Uh after that, I went to the uh, returning characters from who were new in MKX, and I picked uh, quite a few, most of them actually. Kotal, Eren, and Devora, and also Cassie, Takeda, and Kung Jin. So basically, I only left out Ferator, which, sorry Ferator right? fans, but it is what it is. And, uh, and I left out Jackie, because fuck Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> Story-wise, I think Jackie should still appear as an NPC. I just don't want her playable. <laughs> yeah, That's... I mean, you were nicer than me still. Like, I, I left out a lot of newer characters. Pretty much the whole Jackie crowd didn't make it back for me, including the ones I like, so... Yeah. yeah. I just, I... I don't like all of the... I like Takeda, and I kind of like Jin, and I like Cassie's moves. I, I feel like they all have potential for improvement. Whereas Jackie, to be improved, you'd pretty much have to go all the way back to formula. <laughs> yeah, the, the gauntlets are not working it, for me either. You'd have to like completely reboot her. It's too much. 
anyway, I just remembered this list actually doesn't have any uh, empty spaces for new characters on it. Not because I don't want new characters. I just forgot to do it, and I just picked 30 names. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's no judgment here. We, we make the rules, so yes. That works anyway. as well. Anyway, the next three I picked were um, the parent characters who people complain, well, their kids are in and they're in too, and I'm like, no, nah, they're different enough. So Johnny, Jax, you got to have Jax. You have to have a pro wrestler on the roster. You just you just can't leave Jax out no matter what. Kano? There's nobody to replace him. And Kenshi. Because I actually like Kenshi, and I don't really want to see him sit on the shelf. Yeah, Kenshi's great. I half agree with you. I like Kenshi, but I'm I'm kind of fatigued, but I do like the character still. Yeah, I mean there's people that have way more fatigue. <laughs> uh so the next next on my list are the like the the fan demanded ones. So it's like Smoke Jade and Noob Saibot, Shang Tsung, Fujin, uh, Frost and Serena. And then after that, I've got Mei, because I think seeing her in X was intriguing enough to go, now let's see what she plays like, you know? She probably should have been DLC in X. I'm glad she wasn't in retrospect. I'm actually hella relieved she was not DLC. Uh, now that MK, when MK11 is so far away, it's like, oh, come on, just make her DLC. But no, I want them to fix the engine before she comes anywhere near a Mortal Kombat game. So I, I like that model a lot. She looked really good. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the big reason I want to see her return is because she's pretty much a completely different character now. Like, Lee Mei in the old timeline was young and naive and a student. And this Lee Mei is like the village elder. It's a completely different personality type, and I want to see where they go with that. I like both. I, I, I have, I mean, the way she is now is fine. As long as she has cartwheels, like, that's really what I'm going <laughs> for anyway. So, yeah, just make her punch it. Right. So uh, then I had Bo Raichou, and Bo Raichou is one of a few picks where I would have rather he be DLC, but I know Ed Boon's rule, that if someone's already been DLC in a game, they won't be DLC again, because he doesn't want you to buy the same thing twice sure so i put so i put Bo on the main roster yeah yeah that makes and then sense. i also picked uh sector and sector is my only uh cyber ninja on here just because <sighs> i feel like there's more you can do with the tekunin thing than um like if you bring cyrax back he's kind of a solo act or even worse he's special forces i like him as the you know, special forces he's yeah, I'm fine with it. Honestly, Deadly Alliance is the only game I really liked Cyrax's story. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did I, I did too, but coming after MKS, not ready for that. I feel like there's already been way too much Yeah, of that no, I mean, the, there's too much writing to do to get him to the Special Forces. Like, because... You have to explain how he got there from the last time we saw him, he was killing himself in a comic book. <laughs> I mean, I'm optimistic, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, just a wild shot in the dark. Maybe they just ignore that part of the comic. I don't know. Uh, they they wouldn't do that. <laughs> I I wrote my list assuming that <laughs> the broad strokes of the comic are true. Though to be fair, and I did put this in the video I put up. Uh, even Sean Kittleson himself on Twitter when that all happened, I remember Cyrax fans saying something to him on Twitter about, you know, how why'd you kill him off or is he dead? They asked him if he's dead. 
and he said, well, you didn't see a body winky face. So yeah, yeah, that whole typical comic thing. book writer bullshit. They always say that. But point <laughs> is, there's there's still room uh, for it's interpretation. Fine, fine. I just I <laughs> I'm more of a Sector fan. I like the idea of the Tekunin as a villain group, so I put Sector on my list. I didn't know you. Well, I, I agree with the second part. I did not know the first part. I always thought you were partial to Cyrax, but I may have. No, he's been that. made. He's no, made it no, clear. I've always he's thought I'm more of a sector guy. Yeah. I just thought you liked shooting missiles. I didn't think you liked the character better. But um, <laughs> okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I, I like them both. I just I play Cyrax. I don't play Sector. I don't. I, I generally don't play villains very often. Uh, Shinnok was kind of the grand exception of that. Reptile. And even that didn't last terribly long. But I generally <laughs> play <Double> reptile. <laughs> well, I mean, reptile is misunderstood. So. Okay, <laughs> the the misunderstood guy who eats humans and hates everybody. He's had he's it super, rough. He, it's been a long him. road for reptile. It, it's like uh, first he's blood. Racist against funny. mammals. <laughs> you said you would be willing to play Mike Boone. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, if Mike all Boone honest, is a hero, sir. Sure. We would all pick Mike Boone and learn him. Like, I think that goes for the listeners as well. Who would, who would not learn Mike Boone? Which one of the Boons are evil, and which one's the good one? Oh, Mike sorry. is the good one. What are you basing this on? Well, it could be like a new a... bot thing. Like, <laughs> have you read Ed's Twitter? <laughs> I guess. Clearly a supervillain. At the very least, a mastermind. At the very least, a mastermind. <laughs> Is there's definitely something not right about that man? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> getting getting back to the list, I have I have like six names left. <laughs> so, I picked Dagon because Kenshi and Takeda are on here. You got to pull the trigger on the red dragon thing, man. It's time. <laughs> I would like to see it. I think that'd be interesting. Uh, I picked Onaga because I've been the guy saying, can we please have Onaga in the next one? <laughs> playable, though. Is he playable? Yeah, I, I would like him playable. Okay. Well, I see, because I don't have Ferritor on here, and you're right that the big guy archetype is something there should be more representation for. So I say have Onaga and make him playable. Right. And uh, these last four are the ones I was most on the fence about. First, uh, Shiva, because I wanted a Shokan, and they made her queen in the comic book. So I'm like, yes, Shiva. <laughs> also, also more females on the roster, right? Yeah, okay, fair enough. It's not uh, exactly what I had in mind, but fair enough. <laughs> my second pick is Rain, and I was debating between Rain and Tanya, but Tanya was in the last game and Rain wasn't, so yeah, it's his time. I, I left off Tanya with great reluctance, too. I, I didn't want to leave off any of the good MK4 characters, but I just ran out of space. And... Yeah, like, like if I was picking the my favorite characters, I would have said Tanya, but I think for what's best for the game would be Rain. Yeah, I bumped her off for a new character. <laughs> That's a true story. <laughs> and, and my last two were uh, Tremor and Scarlet, just because... If you're going to introduce somebody new like that, keep it going. Don't just disappear them. <laughs> yeah, I agree. God, I agree. Scarlet especially. That's, that's why I included uh, about half of the new characters in MKX. But you're right. I forgot. I completely forgot about Scarlet and Tremor. At least one of them needs to come back just to prove that they can. <laughs> yeah. That they're not just one and dones. Scarlet yeah. was actually supposed to be on my list. Um, 
But somehow she didn't make it on the final revision. I had to fix that. So, yeah. so one of my lists is going off. I just don't know who yet. I think I agree with you. If I could go back and change one of mine, I'd bump Hotaro off and put Scarlet. Anyway, that that brings us to my DLC. Interesting. Okay. All right. So my first DLC pick is Melina. And my reason for that is that I actually I want to see her as like a story mode NPC because the most interesting thing about the idea of Shang Tsung came coming back to me is that he could have that army of Melina clones from her ending. So so like I'd want to see them used the way Tarkatans are usually used, where when Shang Tsung shows up, there's just a whole bunch of Melinas running around killing people in the background. I'm into it, yeah. And then you make her playable as DLC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right um yeah I, I have no objection my uh my second pick is natara because i wanted her for the main roster but she's not really story relevant so i bumped her to dlc i think she'd sell well too i think it's really easy to make that character look good and yeah. sex sales and it's not easy to make natara's sex appeal like on par with I don't know, at least the modern roster characters. Yeah. Uh, my third pick is Havoc, because he would have been on there for the same reason Fujin is on there. That's just like, man, people want him, and it's his time. But they used him so much in the comic that I feel like they're not... Like, I feel like the reason he was important in the comic is because they had no plans for him in the actual games. Maybe. So if we're going to see him, it's probably just his DLC. Yeah, that's a Pennywise situation where I want him back, but if he came back, I'm not going to play as him most likely. So I was really leaving it to you guys. I mean, he's on my list for story reasons as a deception representative, but yeah, that was the only reason I put him on. Yeah. Uh, after that, I've got Cyrax and Reptile. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Those those are actually pity votes. <laughs> I just I I know they have a lot of fans. And uh, I don't hate them, so sure. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's what DLC should be all about, in my opinion. It is. For me, it shouldn't be a guest character lineup, but it's supposed to be the pity section, but I don't know. That that changed over the years. Well, to me, yeah. I, I look at his DLC as we didn't need them for the story story we were trying to tell in this game, but we understand that there's a large demand for this character so let's go ahead and include them. And if, yeah. I mean, that's the whole point anyways. Large demand yeah. equals sales. Not large yeah, demand equals no sales. <laughs> that's why more I show them. I don't understand. Why this <laughs> people game, why wanted them. Be... People really, I mean, not more than Fujin, but yeah, people. Not more than there. Rain. Like, uh, but they already did know. Rain as DLC. They couldn't, they couldn't go down that road again. I feel like Fujin should have been the lodge. Why not Fujin? Well, I guess this has nothing to do with anything, yeah. but I'm just throwing it out there because because the only, I think the only reason why Boraicho was DLC was because someone inside really wanted him. And I think, I that think that's someone bad, man. I think it's Ed. Maybe? And you know, that's cool. I feel, like, I feel like at this point, Ed is really predictable about what characters he does and doesn't favor. Well, we'll see, because Ferator, he said, is his new favorite character. Not his new favorite character, but his favorite new character, I should say. And if Ferator doesn't return in MK11, that's a pretty 
open <laughs> shut case i guess but i mean if they do make it then you know damn well that yeah that plays a big factor that would be so interesting because they, they wrote that character to expire like that character essentially yeah. dies in its own ending yeah yeah um, well half of it does yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's the interesting what actually you know what I would actually kind of like to see that happen in canon, where it's it like kind of cool when you think about Sarah's it. Sarah's the big one, and there's a new character writing her. That would be, yeah. it Me. would be a development. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel the same way. That's all I can really contribute. I don't have a better response. Than I that. mean, I think it has kind of a cool charm to it that you know the character that was the little one in the last one's now the big one, and it's the cycle. I don't know. There's something cool it about that. It's actually That's all it has. I don't want to see Swole Farrah. Just, I just don't. It's like seeing yeah, a character I'm... grow up. Like you don't yeah, ever start just... with a little kid character that now is an adult. It's always like you're they're already at adulthood by the time the game comes out, which makes sense because obviously the the story, but even like the main characters like Sub-Zero even though he's gotten older, does he doesn't really He's not like Shujinko or anything. Shujinko or anything. He's not rolling around the other with thing a is giant like... white beard. <laughs> When you make Sub-Zero older, it doesn't feel like character development because it already happened in Deadly Alliance, and that's the problem with the reboot. So really, if you want to show that character development can happen, you almost have to do it with a new character now. Yeah. But, but yeah, so that would be an interesting thing. But anyway, after uh, Cyrax and Reptile, the last uh, actual MK character on my DLC list is... Shao Kahn, for pretty much the same reasons already given. I think everyone wants think, to play as Shao Kahn. Everyone wants to do the shoulder charges. Yeah, yeah, it feels yeah. like it feels like he's going to be the pre-order bonus. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's I'd rather be Kintaro, but I'll take Shao Kahn. Well, whoever the pre-order bonus is, I mean, they haven't, like, established a precedent, but, I mean, they kind of have. With MKX, you had Goro, who was a big bruiser, you know, kind of a... Yeah. He has like this iconic status throughout the series. And then uh, in then Injustice you... 2, it was Darkseid, who yeah. was pretty much the same way for the DCU, a really Which... big guy who's... Yeah. yeah. And just to be clear, again, when I say, like, I would rather have Kentaro, people may say, well, why did you pick Shao Kahn? And to reiterate, this list is not necessarily a list of characters I want. It's a list that's going to please everyone and including Mike Boone. Like, that's really what's going on. It's the conjunction of Mike Boone and a list that will please everyone. So that's why Kintar, that's why Shao Kahn beat out Kintar. Well, technically, no, Kintar beat out Kintar, because Kintar is on my fucking list. So, yeah, um, he's playing more. That's why. I, I, I fucking deceived myself. Uh, anyway, but yeah. Um, <laughs> what do you got for us, Razor? Right, so guest characters. Robocop and Terminator. Okay. Because I think... I think the horror movie thing is done now. I think it's played out. I think they got it out of their system with the MKX DLC. It's not going to be horror guys. But NetherRealm is all about like 80s and 90s movies. So it's going to be RoboCop and Terminator. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like it almost, I feel like they were already done with the horror thing until Chainsaw Massacre Leatherface showed up. That, yeah, see, that, that was one horror movie. character over the line. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what kind of... Uh, yeah, Alien Predator felt like over, they were already deviating from that, so I agree. Yeah, those are good choices. I have no problem with either of those. Right. So then, despite what I just said, my third uh, guest character pick <laughs> is Ash Williams. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Just because, that one's for me. I like <laughs> Ash. And the thing about Ash, Ash is the only character in the horror movie 
milieu, <laughs> if I can use a dumb word nobody will recognize. <laughs> well, you did. That... So. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only horror movie uh, character there is who doesn't have to fight another horror movie character to be interesting and relevant to me. Like, when Freddy was by himself, I was like, Freddy's useless without Jason. If Jason had been by himself, I'd be like, Jason's useless without another horror guy to fight. Like, I prefer guest characters to come in twos. But Ash can fight anybody because he's just a really cool dude. He's not a scary monster. <laughs> yeah, he, his, his villains, his foil is already something generic. So he can kind of, you know, he's flexible in that way. Yeah, yeah. Ash, Ash doesn't have a bad guy. He just fights possessed people. So really, his bad guy is any of the revenants in the Mortal Kombat universe. <laughs> yeah, okay, I I can see that. I didn't put. I'm ashed out, honestly. Like I, I'm <laughs> tired of all the Sam Raimi stuff, but I get it. He'll sell. I, I cannot be ashed out. There is not enough Bruce Campbell in the universe. <laughs> and they can probably get him, right? Like if they can get Robert England, I think they can get Ash, right? Yeah. Or, uh, or Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Did they get Robert England though? Did Scarecrow. They Scarecrow. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Yeah. So yes, they, they got him late, but yes, <laughs> he's still there. Look, Bruce Campbell. Bruce Campbell will do it. He's not picky. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I mean, it's, it's easy money. Like, how hard can yeah. it be? And yeah. I throw well, twenty bucks at him, and he's in the room. <laughs> I'm assuming Robert England was actually like legitimately salty. That they did Freddy and they didn't ask him to voice the character. I'm pretty sure he was like, I would have done it. All you had to do was ask. I think yeah. one of you two told me that uh, Liam Neeson was salty because they didn't ask him to repre uh, reprise uh, Rachel Ghoul in the Arrow series. Yeah. He's like, all oh. they had to do was ask. Yeah, agreed. They just assumed I'm too good for TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's flattering, but still, it, it doesn't help anybody. All right. And my last guest character pick is. Um, a character that probably would fit better in Injustice, but I don't like Injustice. Pennywise, so I'm putting here. Yeah. <laughs> this this one is solely for me, the green Mighty Morphin Power Ranger. Oh, jeez. Here we go. <laughs> okay, for sure. Like, he's my favorite of the ones you listed. He's someone I would actually play out of the four you listed, so. And and like Bruce Campbell, Jason David Frank will do it for Peanuts. All you have to do is ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm... So that's my list. <laughs> All I don't think there was the only overlap I think was Terminator, right? If I remember, at least for the guests, there was some uh, overlap. Yeah, for the guests. Well, wait, didn't one of you have Ash? I think Cyborg had Ash. Cyborg, did you have Ash? I had Ash on there. I had Pennywise, oh, okay. Ash, Michael Myers. Okay, and so guest character overlap sucks. is the Terminator and Ash. <laughs> I guess I only threw Terminator in there because I ran out of ideas. <laughs> well, I don't. Well, they've want they've them done anymore. all of the versuses that were cool when we were children, except RoboCop versus Terminator. <laughs> RoboCop, I think, is especially a good fit because that movie was a hallmark in media violence in a way that Terminator was. Terminator is probably more of a horror film than RoboCop, but RoboCop was almost like. It was borderline exploitation film at points. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's uh, that that makes it a very interesting fit. But um, I always like RoboCop. I, RoboCop probably has the last final line of any movie I've ever seen. I think it's very powerful. Swap if, out, if uh, swap yeah. out the Terminator and give me the Babadook. 
That would be cool. That would look sick, though. Dude, he would look really paper. awesome. He would bleed paper when you have to Oh, man, that, that would be amazing. He's, like, literally 2D. Like, oh, that would be so good. He's like Paper Mario, sick. but I, the Babadook. I, I kind of feel like the Babadook visually would fit in better in Killer Instinct. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, the idea of the paper character is so unique, though. I want to see something made out of paper. Yeah, that would be awesome. I love unique... I mean, if we're going to be doing guest characters, give us unique stuff like that. Go, like... Full on Smash Bros, where they when they do their characters, they do them justice. You have like the uh, what the hell is the damn old two D character they have on there? Duck Hunt? No, I mean a Game and Watch. No, yeah, Game and Watch. Thank you, Mister Game and Watch. Struggling there, <laughs> but yes, when they put characters in there, they like represent them exactly as they are. So it's kind of cool. Even Ryu plays like Street Fighter, so it's kind of cool. Anyways. Carry on. That's our list, then I guess. Yeah, yeah. Covered it. I mean, there was a ton of overlap. I mean, I I couldn't commit everyone's list to memory, but like there were all the repeat offenders. Um, no, I, I I know you included Liu Kang, Razor, Cyborg. Or Cyborg, did you include Liu Kang as well? I mean, you gotta have Liu and Katana in there. I feel like they're set up to to be in the next one. <sighs> I I never thought about that. I never thought of the idea that he's Emperor. He has to be in there. But I actually. Yeah took out Liu and put in Kung Lao instead, even though I prefer to play Liu Kang over Kung Lao. I even like Liu Kang better than Kung Lao. But I, that style is irreplaceable, and I wanted a Shaolin Monk. So here's the but thing. I feel, like, I feel like Kung Lao is irrelevant and already got his pity roster spot in the last one. Well, here's where I was coming from with the DLC that I chose. Other than Natara and Ashra, I chose... For my four DLC besides those, I chose Johnny Cage, Ermac, Shang Tsung, and Smoke. Now, with the first two, my strategy was, who are two characters that have been in just about every single game that could sit out, but you don't want them to be out of the game completely because fans really love them, so therefore they would be really happy to see them as DLC? Johnny Cage and Ermac. Like, I can't think of two better picks for that than Johnny Cage and Ermac. Those things... Those two would sell really, really well. And then Shang Tsung and Smoke are more like... I mean, in hindsight, I'd probably throw Smoke on the main roster and not have him as DLC. I'd probably switch him out with somebody. But, uh... Like Shang Tsung, for example. He'd make a good DLC. I'm just, like, imagining the trailer in my mind of those characters and seeing the people... Like, people actually happy with the choices. I'm just trying I, to get away from people... MKX and MK9, the disappointment with the choices. I don't know that people, the way the popularity vote is going now, would be happy with Shang not on the main roster. I mean, I guess it comes down to, can you build a solid enough main roster that they would be happy enough to, that if he was on DLC, they're okay with it, like... I mean, that's what it all comes down to is with all of our favorite characters. If you make the base roster good enough, then it's okay that my favorite character waits till DLC. That's kind of how I see it. I mean, think of like Smoke Man with his uh, Black Manta. I mean, he was pretty much Manta or no buy, even though we know that's a crock of shit. Uh, but <laughs> he was pretty much Manta or no buy. But after they revealed so many cool characters, it won him over anyways. So... I feel like that's yeah. most people. Most people aren't just hedging their bets on one single solitary well, no, character and, and nothing that, else. But I think I think it's that people want Shang back for story reasons more than for gameplay reasons. And if you're DLC, you're not going to be in the story mode. 
That's fair to a point. I mean, I guess kind of a sticks out like yeah, a sore but thumb they said they wouldn't do that again because too many people were whining to Ed on Twitter. Where's Rain and Sindel? The shame about that is all they had to do was be transparent. If they had just yeah. said when the trailer came out that, hey, guys, these are cameos, they're not going to be playable, they're NPCs, that's that's all they had to do. If, but they chose not to do that, and they built their own backlash. because. Of I mean, you pretty much, I mean, that's what we've been preaching for like the last three and a half years is if they were just more transparent about things, I feel like they wouldn't cause so much frustration in the community. So, I mean, that's just in general. Oh, even Fujin, they just said, guys, listen, we have big plans for Fujin and MK11. If you see where the story's going, you'll understand why he's not there. And that's it. Like, that's all they had to say. Or just outright and, say, hey, yeah, but- you know, he's not going to make the game. You know, we're sorry, but uh, we had these other characters in mind. Maybe next time. Like, it's just the matter of leaving people on the hook, basically. It's it's possible that if they had said what you wanted them to say, Temp, that they'd be lying to us. Yeah, I know, that's, that's true. I am fairly confident Fujin is going to be an MK11, but if I'm wrong, it'll be hilarious, so I would either. I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> we did so much of that in MKX about he's got to be in, he's got to be in, he's got to be DLC then if he's not on the roster. Like, it got to a point where it's just, there is no going back, like, there's there's no topping that, like... <laughs> I don't even want to do it like when you said Noob, si- Noob Sabot's got to be in the uh, in the game. It's like, no, he really doesn't. Though. <laughs> like, nothing's saying that nothing's a guarantee anymore. I think Again, the only guarantees are like, your it, Sub Zero, your not Scorpion. In the business of making us happy. <laughs> well, Again, I mean, if, if he's I in the business of doing what the fuck Ed Boon wants to do. No, I mean, that's fair. I'm an artist. I get that. I'm no, like I think that that's, too. But... Well, I mean, I think that's unfair. With MKX, I'd I agree with you. you. No, I'd agree with you with MKX, but. Injustice 2 was a huge step in the right direction on giving the fans what they wanted. It's different because Ed's not emotionally invested in the DC universe. He doesn't have Uh, least favorite characters. I disagree. I mean, he's a huge DC fan. he He has like three characters he really likes. And then beyond that, I don't think that he knows a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, we're just—that's just total speculation. I don't—I don't know what well, that's based on. I don't—I don't, I don't think that he has a collection of guys he hates the way he—he he obviously hates Draman. He thinks Rain is a joke character. He's well, just—I don't know what he feels about Fujin, but I think he's just doesn't see him as important. Anytime you're a creator of anything, you will never see your work the way that your admirers see your work. Uh, musicians have this problem a lot. The band Warrant hates the song Cherry Pie. They hate it. What is their most popular song? I don't think it's any different with Ed Boon. And I am an artist. I get it. Don't fucking tell me what to write. I am all about that. And I'm not here to tell Ed Boon what to do. I'm only here to tell Ed Boon what I want. So whatever he does, like, I I can't lose. Because I think Fujin, against all odds, he's in. I honestly think he's in. But if he's not... Again, the, the, the storm is going to be so fascinating to me. Same thing with Noobside Bot. If Noobside Bot doesn't make it, like, uh, I got my umbrella and everything. The storm is going to be wild. So I, I cannot lose. I have nothing to lose by making these predictions. But at I the think, same time, though, I think they're true. I do think both those characters are in. I yeah, think the well, marketing for... I think the strategy going into MK11 is going to be very similar to Injustice 2. I think we are going to see... 
pretty much hand in hand a reveal of a character that people have been asking for along with a character that maybe they weren't asked for or just like a returning character. They kept that trend up with Injustice 2 and I think we're going to get that. I mean, we'll I mean the nice thing about the game being announced soon enough is all of this will finally it's it's kind of like the uh, put up or shut up type of thing. We're finally going to get answers on this. We will know 5 months from now, we will have a good idea of at least the first 10 characters in the game somewhere around there we'll we'll get a pattern of what to expect from this game and i don't think it's going to be oh show us for the first eight characters revealed all the ones that are returning from mkx i you get they're gonna toss in some ones to generate some hype in there just like they did with injustice 2 that's my prediction i think they learned their lesson with mkx not that they think they did a bad job i don't think they thought they did a bad job with mkx's roster i think it's more of they're trying to be more cognizant. I mean, that's the whole reason why Ed Boon in so many interviews said, you know, we're going to try and give more fan-demanded characters and this and that. And they delivered with Injustice 2. That is still my favorite roster they've ever put out. It's just, it's filled with fan-demanded characters. So. I don't know. I just I just feel like it's different with a, with a licensed game because in a way the creator's are the fans like they're they're with us on that whereas when it's something they made themselves when it's mortal Kombat, they have all these like preconceptions about which characters they like working on sure we're seeing that with capcom right now because they just released a patch um and they buffed cammy and just to kind of draw a picture that's like that's like Paulo buffing Deadshot before the last last patch. Cammy's really good. Maybe not that extreme, but it's close. Um, that's crazy. They took an already like tournament performing top tier character, who was everyone unanimously agreed was probably way too good, and they buffed her. So clearly, there's someone on the inside who's ridiculously pro Cammy and who's screwing up the gears. Um, <laughs> You know, I, it just—it's weird. But you're right. There is the, there's that whole level of politics, which is, which is interesting. And God, I don't want to open up a whole can of worms on MKX's roster, but I don't think I'm wrong about this. I honestly don't think I'm. That's the note I want to leave on. Is I, I don't think I think Noobs have bottom foods are in MK11. I think I'm safe to say that. If I'm wrong, I lose nothing. But I do believe that's true, though. We'll see, though. We'll see soon enough. I hope right out of the gate, I'm hoping when they reveal it at E3 and we get our typical, you know, four to six characters revealed right off the bat, that seems to be a trend with them as they like to get at least four to six characters revealed right away, and then we get them trickled out as as it goes. I think I'm hoping those first initial four to six aren't just, you know, Johnny Cage and Sub-Zero and Scorpion and Katana. Like, I, I want... You need to at least... I mean, last time with MKX, they put out several new characters. They put out, what, Devora, Kotal Khan. They put a They had, a they had six characters when the game was revealed, yeah. and Cassie was one of them. I, I remember Ferrothor a lot of them being... Another. Yeah, I think most of them were new, like the new Devorah characters. Devora was there, too. Devora yeah. was definitely... I think it was Kotal two was returning too. and then four new. But uh, anyways, I'm hoping... They do a good job of sprinkling in a little bit for everyone right out of the gate to instill that confidence. Lay the foundation for a solid marketing and a solid, you know, roster reveal. Give us 
give us one 3D era character that people have been asking for. If it's not Fujin, give us a, you know, a Serena or somebody to, you know, really get people talking and people hyped. Give us Jade. Give us, you know, obviously you want to hold some back. You don't want to just blow your load right away and give every, you know, show everybody that people have been asking for. But at the same token, you want to instill, like I said, confidence that, hey, this time, trust trust us, we got it. We're going to deliver. I mean, who was the, one of the first characters revealed in the MK9 reveal trailer? Nightwolf. And I saw that, and I, I couldn't even believe what I was seeing. I was like, after all these rumors of a reboot, I'm looking at classic Nightwolf. This I can't even believe it. This is insane. Like, yeah. I never thought I would see this again. Yeah, there's definitely yeah, certain so. characters that they could lead with, and doesn't have to be all of them at once. But I mean, if you throw, like I said, if you sprinkle two in, maybe one 3D era character and one classic character that didn't make it an MKX, like a maybe a Shang Tsung or a a Rain, for example. Rain would be perfect. You you toss out Rain and Fujin, and boom, you've already got people interested and hooked. And then for the rest of the roster reveals, you've You've already got them in the door, basically, because you've already you've given them a little bit of what they want, people that they've been clamoring for. Now it's just, you know, let's flesh it out. So I'm hoping that's the case. I don't want to, I don't want the reveal to come and just have Subscorp, Raiden, and Liu Kang or something like that. And it's like it gives us nothing and it gives us no idea of what to expect. But I don't think that's how they're gonna go. I think I think with MKX and MK11, they've proven that they're gonna they do a nice little showing for their initial. Thing. I just hope with MK11 we don't get four new characters <laughs> revealed right away. That would yeah, be disappointing. Would be, yeah. It's like, come on, give us the ones we want first before you start establishing, you know, new things you're trying to introduce. But uh, well, that goes beyond disappointing. That's frightening because it's like, are these the only four new characters? Yeah, are, are no, there I, more four? What? Yeah, yeah. I agree. So that's it's a whole crazy set of possibilities that I'm not comfortable with. But I agree. But on that note. This is a good discussion. We kind of talked about what rosters we think would be ideal, and we have that recorded now, so we could always come back once the MK11 roster has been fully fleshed out. We can kind of compare it to what we all have, see if if they've even got close to it, and then uh, go from there, of course. On that note, let's close it out for this episode, and we will be back in two weeks. We are getting closer and closer to the reveal of the game i figure we have what a month month and a half left i mean it's usually late may early june at the very latest that they reveal this usually they at least get it out a week or two before e3 so we are getting there we are getting closer and closer by the time we do the next episode it'll pretty much be I mean, we've got like two or three episodes left before we get that reveal trailer, and that's just crazy to think about it, that we were that close. So on that note, thanks everyone for tuning in. Once again, we have the Discord. Uh, If you're new to our channel, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check out the videos if you haven't already, and check out the other podcasts, because like I said, if you want some lore discussion or gameplay-specific discussion, we got that as well. So see you guys later. Thanks for tuning in. Peace. Good night, everybody.